The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, with so much nutrition information available, it's hard to know exactly what proteins to eat and how much. So listen up and prepare to learn the latest information on the importance of protein. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Billy Bosch is the founder of Iconic Protein, one of the fastest growing natural protein drink companies in the country. Billy attended Louisiana State University, where he studied business management and worked as a brand ambassador for an energy drink company. Billy started Iconic in 2013 and is now in over 4,000 retailers across the country. That's so amazing. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Billy, how are you? Excellent. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. So interested in uh, in your story, and so why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show topic? Yeah, certainly. You know, uh, I always say that I don't really have any business being in the beverage world or being a beverage entrepreneur. Uh, this started as a passion project from day one for me. Uh, I actually started out, uh, gosh, I was in my mid-20s. And I worked out a lot. And, uh, you know, you have a lot more time in your mid-20s, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. disposable time, right? So I'm working out, but I'm not necessarily eating the healthiest diet. But I think, okay, well, if I work out, that'll offset. I'm entertaining clients for the company I work for, going out for dinners at night and eating fast food on the run during the day because I didn't have time or eating out of airports or convenience stores, right? Well, I started to have heartburn issues. That became chronic heartburn I uh, went to the doctor, said, that doesn't feel right. I feel like, I, you know, maybe I'm doing something wrong. And uh, turns out they tested my blood and I had high cholesterol mm. in my mid-20s. And they're like, what are you doing? You look okay. Like, how do you have high cholesterol? You're like 25 years old. And, she, you know, the doctor says, well, what have you been eating? You know, talk to me about your diet because uh, it seems like you work out. I said, oh, yeah, well, last night, let's see. I went out and had a steak and had some red wine and, you know, after dinner cocktail. And then I uh, had some, uh, you know, a hamburger for lunch, fast food. And then, you know, I was on the run. So I grabbed some stuff at the convenience store. And she's like, what, what are you doing? You know, you can't eat that stuff every day, right? And I said, well, I, I don't have any time. You know, I can't meal prep at home. And uh, she said, well, all right, you're, here's a purple pill. You take this every day, you know, and, and I'm thinking like, I'm walking out of there with a prescription thinking like, why should I be taking a pill every day in my mid twenties? Like, this doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, uh, I started thinking about this problem and I almost filled the prescription. And then I started thinking, you know, if, if food's the problem and, you know, my doctor said the pill is the solution, what if I flip that around and, and food became the solution instead of the problem, mm-hmm. right? So I went to a nutritionist and I said, hey, look, I really need some help. Uh, I feel like I know nutrition. I've, I've mixed up shakes on my own before, protein shakes for work, you know, post-workout and things like that. Um, but I need some guidance here. I'm having some health issues. And she said, look, it's pretty simple, you know, increase protein, decrease calories, decrease sugar, that, that can help kind of curb your appetite. And there's a few other benefits of that. And I said, okay, great. Tell me what to go buy. <laughs> and she said, no, that, that, I can't really do that. You know, there's a list of protein drinks out there, high sugar, high calorie, artificial ingredients, artificial sugars. Um, so that was really the challenge, right? And she said, here's a long list of ingredients. Mix, mix this up every day. 
And I said, I'm not going to do that. That's, that's not convenient. Like I, I'm going to be a realist. Like I can be kind of lazy at times, right? I, I work hard, mm-hmm. but when it comes to that, like I want convenience, I want grab and go. And uh, I was just shocked that there was nothing out there, right? The world knows kind of the bodybuilder protein drinks and the diet, you know, oriented protein drinks. And I said, well, what if I just want like a snack on the go or like a light meal replacement? Just didn't exist. Hmm. So I went back to her and I said, I know this sounds like a crazy idea, but would you help me create a drink? And she paused and goes, who are you again? <laughs> like, why, why are you qualified? I don't know. I don't know why I'm qualified to do this, but nobody else is doing it, so why not? Uh, so, so began the quest to create the perfect protein drink. And uh, here we are six years later with Iconic. Awesome. That's yeah. good. So again, you are living your passion. I am. I am and loving it. Having a great time doing it. Good for you. Well, we are talking today about the importance of protein and you found a window and an opportunity. Where does protein come from? Yeah. So there's a few different sources of protein, right? Um, and protein and, and uh, the premise of protein and the, when, you, when you get down to the basic element of protein, it's a combination of non-amino acids. Uh, and that actually helps, uh, you know, it, it it's a nutritive source for your body. So whether it's your organs, your brain, your heart, everything thrives on protein in your body. So if you deprive your pro- your body of protein, you start to see issues in your diet. And and conversely, you know, we'll get to this, but if, if you kind of like, you know, try to do too much and kind of go overboard on it, there can be some issues as well. Okay. And yeah. Then, yeah. So the different types of proteins, can you spell those out? Yeah, those totally, things? totally. So there's a few different types. And when you look at different sources of protein, you can look at animal-based or plant-based, right? And um, both have kind of like, you know, pros and cons of either one. So um, when you look at plant-based, you can look at things like vegetables. A lot of people don't think of like broccoli as having, pro- you know, protein, beans, things like that. Uh, the, you know, the lentil family. Uh, and then in addition to that, you can look at things like hemp, right? Mm-hmm. Hemp's becoming a popular protein source. Um, beyond that, uh, you can look at animal protein. So uh, chicken, beef, pork, uh, you can look at fish, right? So uh, that whole side of things. And then uh, as well as dairy, you know, which is what we use. Uh, we found a really clean dairy source. And you know, one of the things I looked at for different protein sources is that I wanted to look at absorption rates and I wanted to find something as close to, you know, human milk uh, profile as possible, right? And it turns out that, you know, sourcing human milk isn't all that viable. Uh, so that can, that can be a little bit challenging. It. <laughs> as I said, you know, um, rather than do that, let's just find a protein that's really similar to uh, the human amino, amino acid profile, right? So when you say that, is it synthetic or is it what? what no. Is it? So we actually uh, we went out and sourced protein from New Zealand grass fed cows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so and when you look at different dairy options, um, you know, there's organic, there's grass fed, there's mm-hmm. conventional. And I really wanted to make sure we did our homework on the different types and sources of protein. And what we found is grass-fed cows are actually much healthier. Mm-hmm. Grass, you know, everybody's getting more into kind of grass-fed and pasture-raised um, and free-range chickens and things like that. But a lot of people don't necessarily know. They, you know, it sounds good, and you may not know, like, like what the real benefit is, right? Mm-hmm. And so and kind of researching that, uh, we actually have a sourcing analyst on our team that her full-time job is finding sources of ingredients and making sure they're clean and under, really understanding why they're clean and why it's beneficial for your body. 
And with grass-fed protein, the cows are healthier because our cows spend 85 to 90% of their time in a pasture, mm. out grazing, they're walking around, they're healthier. You know, cows are supposed to eat grass, right? So if you say, you know, and not to say this happens for all organic uh, milks and protein sources, but you can claim organic if the cows are eating, you know, soy. They can eat organic soy or organic corn all day long and it's still organic, right? So that's not healthy for the cow. Cows weren't meant, you know, cows don't walk around eating corn all day and eating soybeans all day. It's <laughs> not a natural thing. So it causes, tends to cause some, some health issues in humans. And so when we wanted to find a really clean label grass-fed source, uh, New Zealand has a great story. You know, they've been, uh, you know, pasture raising their cattle uh, for really centuries, right? And that ne ne never stopped. And they banned genetically modified ingredients there. So uh, it's a really clean source. Uh, it's hormone-free, pesticide-free. We actually went out and tested a lot of other protein drinks and protein products out there. We're seeing a lot of other products that have heavy metal uh, contamination uh, from pollution and other sources, as well as uh, testing positive for uh, you know, hormones and pesticides, and some of those are organic. So we wanted to make sure we, we went a step beyond organic, which is really kind of keying in on the source and not just stamping it organic and kind of blindly following, but really understanding, you know, you know what's beneficial. Why is it beneficial to have this, like, pasture-raised and, um, you know, grass-fed certification? I was just going to say that certification, that mm -hmm. is the stamp that goes with organic. You've done that research oh, you've yeah. gone through and that's um and you've been certified yeah certainly so we're certified and um you know it's, it's something that we want to make sure we maintain and again we test all of that regularly can you um, explain what are complete proteins versus like clean what you just explained yeah, so a complete protein has the complete uh, amino acid profile. So one of the, when I mentioned finding a protein similar to you know human milk, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's finding a protein that has a similar amino acid makeup. So a complete protein has all nine amino acids. So you're looking at like milk, yo yogurt, cheeses, uh, meat, you know, grass-fed beef, things like that. Um, one of the challenges that you'll find with say plant proteins while they, they are a nutritive source of protein, they're not necessarily a complete protein. Um, and the challenge with that is your body's not gonna absorb it at the same rate. So for instance, you may pick out another plant protein and if you don't do your homework, you may not know that you have to actually take twice as much. So in you know, to get the equivalent of 20 grams of milk protein, you might have to consume say 40 grams of plant protein, mm. right? So um, what role does protein play in overall health and wellness? Yeah, so it's got a ton of benefits. It's, it's crazy. It's like uh, when you really look into it, it's, you know, people think, okay, there's weight maintenance, right? So weight control, understanding. For me, it was about, you know, curbing my appetite but making sure I was full. So satiety, uh, filling you up. Protein it's, was one of the fun fundamental elements of filling you up, right? So we, we make sure we have at least 20 grams of protein in all of our products as well as a little bit of fiber to help uh, bolster that. And then in addition to that, um, you know, there's other benefits. So it can reduce brain fog. It can help with mental clarity. Uh, it can help with uh, your learning ability. It can affect your mood. Uh, muscle recovery is a big one. A lot of people know about that. But, you know, when you go work out and your, you know, your, your muscle tissues are tearing, it really helps with uh, muscle repair and building muscle faster. And that's not to be confused with if you drink protein drinks, you're just going to grow muscles, right? Uh, you know, and some other brands are more oriented to that. And that was one of my, you know, one of my pet peeves is I'd go check out. And if I was stuck buying another kind of muscle-oriented protein drink brand, the cashier would say, well, 
what does this drink do? Does it just give you muscles? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, oh, is there milk in here? Well, no, not really. Does it taste good? Actually, no, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> so <laughs> going I'm like, I, yeah, come on. I've got, I've got to be able to check the box on at least a few of these. So um, it affects bone strength. It can affect heart, affect heart health. Uh, as well as slow the effects of aging. Oh, there yeah, you go. That's yeah. Awesome. Everybody's interested in that. I right? was just gonna say, <laughs> hello, you got my interest. Yeah, in. totally. Um, so, how much? And this could probably vary, but how much protein mm. do we need in in a day? Yeah, it really does vary. So, uh, the recommended daily allowance is about 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight, uh, which uh, equals about 46 grams in a day for an average woman and 56 grams in a day for the average man. But it really, you know, your your body weight, um, how big you are, and and how active you are mm-hmm. uh, really affects that. Everybody's got different metabolism. So it's important to kind of understand uh, your body and what your body needs, right? Um, and along that line, men, women, obviously, mm-hmm. but then what about children? Yeah, so children, uh, it really depends on the age, right? So uh, the good thing about protein is if, you know, if, if you know, say for our drink with 20 grams of protein, mm-hmm. um, people will ask, oh, is this safe for kids? Totally safe for kids, right? Um, you know, unless you're going to, you know, I would, I would be concerned personally if, you know, um, a drink had 60 grams of protein or something and it's a little bit much, much. right. But 20 is a nice, it's 40% of most people's daily value. So when you look at what's safe for kids and whatnot, um, it's always best to check with a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. Um, but generally it's, you know, it's safe. They go over the recommended daily allowance, like your body's just going to pass it through. You just answered my question. Is mm-hmm. there such a thing as too much protein? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because a lot of people say, a lot of people get caught up in this, um, you know, bodybuilder movement. And I get it if you're working out a lot, but, you know, you have what I'll call like the faux bodybuilder movement where people just kind of like want to consume a lot of protein and they feel like, all right, if I'm consuming a lot of protein or maybe they're kind of still caught up in that from bodybuilding days or playing sports, um, it can cause some issues, you know? So, you're talking about really going overboard. You know, you're going two, three times, four times the daily recommended allowance. That's when you might start to have digestive issues, mm-hmm. get up other issues um, as it relates to just, you know, your body processing other foods, um, you know, and it can, it can cause, you know, varying issues depending on your body. Well, this is really interesting information. Right now, we need to take a quick break, but more in just a moment. Don't go away. We will be right back with... Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with Her Life Stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Billy Bosch. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. 
And now back to our interview with Billy Bosch with Iconic Protein. And we're talking about the importance of protein. And Billy, really great information. But what are some of the best sources of high-quality protein? Great question. Yeah, so we mentioned a, a couple earlier. Uh, but just to expound upon that, uh, you know, you can start off with things like milk uh, from grass-fed cows, uh, when you nuts, eggs, beef, chicken, uh, fish. When you're looking at fish chicken, beef, all those things, it's important to understand the source of those. So, uh, you know, I always look for wild caught fish as opposed to organic fish, right? So organic fish can be a little bit misleading because you can feed fish, uh, farm-raised fish like soy or something like that, which, you know, fish don't normally eat soy, right? They can be wild in the ocean. So it can be a little bit confusing for consumers. So I always look for wild caught. Uh, And then on the beef, uh, I I want pasture uh, raised not just grass-fed because a, a cow can be kept in a barn its whole life and fed grass, right? Uh, but that's different from actually being out in the pasture. So it's important to know these things because mm. um, some companies can be a little bit tricky in their marketing, right? Uh, and then chickens, you want your chickens free-range, not just cage-free because they can still sit in a barn all day, be free of a cage, but never leave the barn, right? Mm, <laughs> so it's like there's, there can be catches to these things. So it's important to kind of dig in a little bit. Uh, this is what's going in our body, right? So we want to know uh, where these things come from. And then beyond that, uh, you can look at things like uh, cheese, veggies, mentioned broccoli, uh, beans, peas, uh, hemp, seeds are a great source of protein as well. Uh, thank you. In mm-hmm. terms like, um, as you said, we've talked a little bit about the grass-fed, but what, can you talk a little bit about sustainable and becoming more popular? What do these terms mean And talking about those protein sources? Yeah, it's important to understand, you know, where your what your protein source is and how it impacts the environment, right? We only have one planet that we live on here, and uh, they're not making any more as far as I've seen anywhere close to us. <laughs> so, seen any new ones? Right, not, I haven't seen any new ones lately around us. Uh, so, so it's important to understand, like, you know, the global impact of what you're consuming. Uh, so I'm a proponent of kind of like uh, consuming animal proteins in, in moderate portions, not necessarily having a whole plate of protein and like a sprinkling of veggies, right? It's important to get your daily intake of veggies and, um, you know, starches and things like that in addition to some protein, some healthy animal protein. Um, but, you know, what we look for in a sustainable protein is making sure uh, the cows are first and foremost uh, treated in a kind of a natural way. So they're they're pasture out in the pasture right they're grazing uh they've got enough of that time uh in their in their life right uh and then in addition to that they're tr- they're treated humanely uh and then you know understanding like their impact on the environment as a whole right so making sure that there's other stuff going on there's a movement beyond organic into biodynamics right now so it's it's new in the US but it's it's really kind of got some uh, some legs in Europe and uh, biodynamics is really where, uh, to kind of simplify it, it's like where, you know, the old school way of har- farming, right? Which is like you've got the animals and you've got the plants on the farm and you're rotating the crops and, you know, you're using the animals to fertilize the crops and everything is kind of working together in the same environment versus saying, you know, and I'm only doing plants and no more animals. Well, like plants need animals and animals need plants. Mm-hmm. So having this balance, I think, is really important. And the pendulum t- tends to swing in health trends and fads, right? Especially mm-hmm. with fads. So mm-hmm. everybody's going like all the way into di- into animals and dairy, and then they kind of swing all the way into plants. And I'm a vegan, so you know what? I really kind of miss meat, and I miss some of these other things. So it kind of swings back in the middle. And you know where I'd like to really see things land is being right in the middle and understanding that like you know it's important to have this balance of like you know knowing where your plant uh, you know uh, food sources come from as well as your animal uh, food sources. On yeah. that note, um, because you're talking about. Ba- balancing. Mm-hmm. Can you give me an idea of um, uh, 
a menu and like walk me through a, a day of mm-hmm. what a menu should look like uh, morning, noon and night. Yeah, totally. You know, it's funny because a lot of people uh, will skip breakfast and it's funny. It's like everybody says breakfast is the most important meal of the day, which is what I was taught growing up. So, mm-hmm. um, but there's also this movement around intermittent fasting that's going on. And uh, I've done that kind of, um, you know, I, I've actually tried it for the last six months and I'm really enjoying it, which is like, you know, you're, you're not eating for a period of time. So you have a, a feeding window as they call it, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. you stop eating. I stop eating around seven o'clock at night and I'll start eating around 11 a.m. Uh, so I'm kind of skipping breakfast, but I'm packing more nutrients into the time that I'm eating. And there's some benefits. Benefits, uh, some clinical benefits that have been shown around, you know, taking a break from food and not just having this cycle of breakfast, lunch, and dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, so that's something that, you know, people may want to look into um, if, if you're still doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner or doing some smaller meals during the day, which we're seeing a lot of people move into. Um, what I like to do and I think what a lot of people are seeing benefits from is having like a protein rich breakfast. Mm-hmm. So whether that's like, you know, if you have time for eggs, um, you know, and, and something uh, like a starch in the morning as well. Uh, I, I prefer like some, you know, some scrambled eggs or over easy with a side of sweet potatoes. Um, that's a nice start to the breakfast, you know, to your day. <coughs> Excuse me along with like a, a source of protein uh, as well, like, a, you know, some cheese or dairy or something along those lines. Um, we've actually, you know, seen a lot of people using our drinks as a breakfast on the go. So, you know, a lot of people are time compressed these days, so mm-hmm. myself included. So I would love to wake up and cook a big breakfast every morning. But I'm like, I don't have time for that. I'm running at the door. So uh, when I'm not intermittent fasting, I'm grabbing an Iconic in the morning and it's, you know, high protein with 20 grams of protein, but only 130 calories. It's a little bit lighter. So it's not going to kind of weigh you down. And so when you talk about that intermittent fasting, is that the keto lifestyle you're talking about? Yeah, it's more the keto lifestyle and the keto trend. Um, and just, just to finish uh, answering your question on the, kind of the full diet, mm-hmm. um, I like to do smaller meals during the day. So uh, having some snacks of like some raw nuts uh, as well as maybe some like fresh uh, seasonal fruit throughout the day uh, versus, you know, there's this thing of like people just like eating fruit that's like ripe year round and that I don't feel like our bodies are really meant for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like, you know, eat what's in season, shop your farmer's markets, things like that. Um, but it's important to find things that are convenient, grab and go options. Uh, you know, I look for you know, like like protein bars with short ingredient list uh, ingredients that I understand. Um, you know that uh, typically look for lower sugar items if it's a packaged food, uh, something that's higher in protein as well. And then finding like you know a good lunch that'll keep you going during the day is a, you know something a salad with like a balsamic dressing, something kind of light with a protein, maybe like a meat or a, a fish protein or something like that. Um, you know, I find that kind of keeps me going versus going out to a restaurant, getting kind of really weighed down with a mm-hmm. lunch and you're like taking a siesta in the <laughs> afternoon. Right? <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah. And then something light for dinner. I, I try to meal prep during the week when I can. Uh, so doing like, you know, some wild caught fish, like some salmon or something like that. Uh, and then matching that with like, you know, again, like some sweet potatoes or I've been uh, getting into rutabaga, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a kind of a, a, it's almost like a spice starch, which is really good. It's pretty tasty. Um, doing something like that. And then some greens, like some asparagus or broccoli or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for, for those. Sure. Yeah, those tips. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the impact of the environment, and the millennial generation seems to be really in tune with that. So that uh, sustainability and sourcing. Mm-hmm. What is your take on that? Yeah, I think it's really important. I mean, that's why we devoted a full time position at our small company to uh, a full time sourcing manager. So she's mm-hmm. sourcing all of it, all the ingredients. Her name is Cameron. She does a fantastic job 
super passionate about it. Uh, she actually spent a year out in Malaysia uh, working on coral reef restoration recently mm-hmm. and uh, came back and uh, has been working with us. And, um, you know, I love it, you know. Uh, our whole team's passionate about it, and she really embodies that spirit uh, to go and, you know, find where the ingredients come from, whether it's the protein we use um, or the sweetener we use. We use uh, organic cane sugar. Um, there's only three grams of it, so there's not a lot. But, you know, finding things like in our new lines, we have a matcha and a golden milk that includes turmeric and ginger. So really kind of understanding where those come from. Uh, ter- you know, turmeric is very popular right now, but there's a lot of sources of turmeric out there, and, and some of them are contaminated from pollution and things like that. So it's under very important to understand, like, where the turmeric comes from. You know, you don't want to just find the cheapest one out there and not ask any questions. You really want to understand, um, you know, how it's been tested, make sure there's a clean certificate of analysis for each ingredient, um, and, you know, make sure it's coming from a sustainable source. And that's, I mean, you're right, because, again, it's that certification that you're, you want to have that stamp. Right. right. <clears throat> we talked, um, what's, what's conventional protein? Yeah, conventional protein is is really what the U.S. has become known for, Um, unfortunately. (laughs) It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, corn-fed beef, right, Um, out there and, and, you know, even some other things like soy-fed and things like that. But corn is very popular. And, you know, the the, the problem with that um, and the benefit, as some people see it, is, you know, it fattens the cow up a lot faster. You know, it helps them grow faster if they're just eating a bunch of corn, right? So uh, it's, you know, higher sugar with the, you know, higher sugar corn crops that have been grown. So, you know, when you're doing that, um, you know, you don't have a health necessarily as, as healthy of a cow as you should. So that translates into what, what milk is being produced and the nutrients in those milk. It's and, and, and that and the nutrients in the milk. Yeah. It's what we want to get away from. Yeah, totally. Okay. I mean, I think so. Right. So some people are, are fine with it, but I think that, um, you know, it's important to find like a, a cleaner source uh, from a healthier cow. So it's got a better amino acid profile. Um, you know, there's science behind grass fed cows and making sure they're, you know, they're out in the pasture and they're active and they're leaner. You're getting a better quality product from the cow. Um, so can we go back to, you had mentioned uh, some of the flavors mm-hmm. of, your, of your product, Iconic Protein. Um, it's interesting. We talked a little bit about, um, you, you just mentioned the turmeric and the ginger. You mm-hmm. have some sitting here, coconut cream and matcha green tea. So um, I was looking at some of this, and we know just like some of those benefits. Can we talk a little bit about that? And you have lactose-free. Some, yeah, so let's, to- totally. Yeah, so we, we start with a milk protein isolate. And mm-hmm. so that what we, do, what we mean by that is it actually isolates the protein. Uh, we isolate the protein at a molecular level from the milk. Mm-hmm. And so you get all the positive protein benefits of that complete amino acid profile without some of the attributes that people have uh, digestive issues with, like it's lactose free. So the lactose is actually se- separated out from the protein, right? In addition to that, um, you know, we've got some functionality to the line. Uh, we started out with a chocolate truffle with, with cocoa powder, right, which is super good. It's, oh like, a, it's like a healthy chocolate milk, Sounds you know. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then we have a vanilla bean, which is a really clean vanilla bean taste. Um, what we found was that a lot of our consumers were mixing one of those two flavors with their coffee every morning as a coffee creamer. So we said, hey, why don't we come up with a, a coffee yeah. line? So we have a cafe au lait that actually combines Colombian coffee with our base protein formulation. So that's got the equivalent of two cups of coffee in it. So There's your morning drink. Morning drink right there, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the two newest additions are our golden milk, uh, which comes with a full functional dose of turmeric, ginger, uh, black pepper, which helps with absorption, 
uh, and then a little bit of cinnamon as well, and then matcha green tea, uh, which is uh, it comes with um, ceremonial grade matcha and coconut cream. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, great information. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate all your knowledge, and we look forward to having you on again. But in the meantime, if you want to get more information on Billy and the website, it's called drinkiconic.com. And we look forward to your next visit. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.